Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylife.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. In our second week of our series called... What? Good, y'all nailed it. Real breaker. When I say the word real breaker, it almost sounds like, should he be saying that? You know, we got that on our church sign right now. Like, that's our series. You know, people are going like, rule breaker. Like, Christians don't break rules. Like, they're perfect, right? They don't break rules. But So, that, that was a joke. But we've got this thing called rule, and it really, it seems like, this word rule breaker, these words don't really fit with Christianity. And I really feel like the Lord laid this on my heart. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have to readjust your mind a little bit in this, in this series. But we started last week uh, on Easter Sunday. And I think we had a great day, wonderful day. And we preached Jesus the rule breaker. Because we had to establish, first of all, that what we mean by what we say when we say rule breaker. And then the first of all, that Jesus was the biggest rule breaker. And I don't mean, kids, by the way, that you go out and do evil or break some evil, uh, do some evil thing. I'm saying you break evil with good. And you break some rules there. So let me, let me talk to you a little bit. When we, when we hear the word rebellion, when, I hear the, when we say the word rebellion, the first thing that comes to our mind is something negative. Am I, am I telling the truth on that? I guarantee if I asked you what rebellion was, every one of you would come up with some negative connotation to the word rebellion, and, and so would I. We may say, Johnny was rebellious and broke the school rules, or, or, or Martha was rebellious and broke the speed limit, or, uh, or, or James was rebellious and stood up to the face of someone older than him and said some things they shouldn't have. And, and, and if you look at our movies in, from Hollywood, from back when movies first started being made, Every movie had some form of rebellion in it. We had, we had a cowboy, you know, with the, the, the guns and, you know, the big coats and he's cool daddy and he's walking, but he's, he's got a swag about him and a rebellion about him. And, and we, we got so much in America that we even, like, sometimes we'll go for the bad guy. Like, y'all remember Bonnie and Clyde? That's a, that's a, a huge picture of rebellion and and all of it in a negative way, but America kind of was like, you know, we were following Bonnie and Clyde. Y'all were. I wasn't around. <laughs> and and what, I saw this deal the other day about Jesse James. Like, he was a rebel. He was a, the dude was a bad guy. And, and they've got all kind of just, you know, Sundance Kid or something like that. I don't know. All these, all these fancy, crazy topics that may not even be the right one. But anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's not, is it? Butch Cassidy was Sunday. He, he was probably a saint. But I'm talking about this other dude. So I guarantee you Butch wasn't a great guy either. But, but anyways, so, so we, we've got this picture of what we see as rebellion. And because we, we are kind of drawn to a rule breaker. We want to watch a, a rule breaker. Whether it's on the good side, it's the good side of the law or the bad. We're just kind of drawn to somebody that stands up against the the crowd, and I mean, dear Lord, we, we voted in Donald Trump. 
Well, you, you don't even know what you want to do there. <laughs> but you feel a little bit like a rule breaker when you did it. And so I preached last week, Jesus was a rule breaker. He turned the religious world completely upside down. And you know what? The religious people killed him for it. They hated him. They hated him for it. But then again, he broke the rule. What happened? They killed him, and they put him in a grave, and he broke the rules again of death, hell, and the grave, and came out of that grave. Can I get a witness? Now, let me establish this thought for you real good. Are you listening? Here we go. Let's turn this thought of being a rule breaker, which has a negative sound, and turn it positive. What am I meaning by that? What do I mean turn this negative sounding word, this rebellion or rule breaker, and turn it positive? What, just think with me just a minute, and I believe this is the word the Lord really wanted me to establish with you all in this series. What if, check this out, what if the enemy has set some rules in place in your life and you're obeying the devil's rules? the enemy's rules what if he has set some things in motion and you've just taken it as the norm and you're living in his rules what if you are living in fear of breaking some things that the enemy has set in your life and because of it you are stuck in some area of your life What if you need, what if you need to get, listen to this, what if you need to get a godly rebellion? Why does rebellion have to be used for the enemy? You ever thought about that? I had never thought about that. What if we get this godly rebellion or this kind of holy rebellion to stand up against the enemy and say, devil, I have had it. Come on, people. I have had it. I'm sick of the rules that he has set in my life. I am no longer living in the prison you have set up for me to live in and the rules that you've lived me. I'm going to break the rules and I'm going to be set free. I'm going to have a godly, holy rebellion against the things that the enemy has wanted to set in my life. Do you remember when you was a kid and there was that one man on the street that had like that amazing yard. Perfect green yard. Shrubs were perfect. Everything was just like perfect. And then he had the audacity. All, even with his yard looking better than everybody else, he didn't want to stop there. But he came and he put up a sign in his yard. And here you are on your bike coming down the down the uh, street and you see a sign that says keep off the grass everybody say that's a rule keep off of the grass in other words he's saying I worked hard on this deal it's green it's beautiful I've watered it I put a lot of time into it keep off the grass now if you were like me I'm sure you were not as rebellious as I am but I wanted to be the guy that went are you with me? 
Come on, get your halos off. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, to put my foot over the line and just like, you know, I didn't really want him to see me because I didn't want him to get in trouble, but I, you know. And, and so that sign might as well have said, keep off the sidewalk for me. It, it, it just well said that because it, it drew me to step on there and you know you did the same thing. Because no one can urge to not step on the grass when there's a rule like that. It's just one of those rules you want to break. I doubt you would ever even thought about it if it hadn't been for the command. But seeing those words produced a rebellion of every kind within us and we had to step on the grass. Now today on my message in this Rule Breaker series is this, keep off the grass. Keep off the grass. Now, that's a rule. We're going to break some rules. So what do I mean? I believe that the devil has put up some keep off the grass signs in your life. Are you happy with that? Maybe you've lived with that and you're 30, 40, 50 years old. And he has put up some keep off the grass. And he's just a water in that thing and doing all kind of things to keep it green. And say, telling you to keep off the grass. And you're kind of obeying the rules and going along with it and think that you just have to accept. What am I talking about? Listen to this. It's an area that the enemy has watered and kept green to make you think you do not need God in that area. Is that good? It's an area that he just, he, and he, man, I don't need him. Or, or maybe he's, he won't help me in this area. Or it's an area, listen to this, that the enemy has blessed, my goodness, just enough to keep you satisfied in a mediocre life. Or it is, he's keeping you from living God's abundant life by keeping you content with a mediocre life. I know I'm on touchy ground what I'm about to say, but I'm not condemning you if you're there. I'm just talking to you, okay? Just let me be a pastor and talk to you for a minute. Maybe God wants you off of welfare to live a life free of being tied to the government. Stay with me here. But the enemy is keeping you tied to a little green grass when if you could see the big picture, your God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Come on, church. Come on, church. My buddy Alan will be out here in a little bit. They're cooking fish and bringing out here. Alan was tied. He was a very large gentleman, extremely large in his weight. He kind of, he started coming to your church here, started having a turnaround in his life, and God began to work on him. Of course, he worked through that process, lost tons and tons and tons of weight. He had been on, and I'm going to say this, he would give you this testimony, welfare for years because of that. And one day he began to stand up to that and said, you know what? I've basically been living a poverty lifestyle. And the government, I'm not against the government. They help so many people in this area. But I'm just saying, he'd been living there and he knew he couldn't make a certain amount of money. And if he did, he'd lose his welfare. And one, time, one day he got convicted. He got convicted that why am I living this mediocre life? Are you with me? 
And so he stepped out, took his name off of the government books, and now he's being blessed, his business is being blessed, and he's making more money than he ever made in that area. Am I making sense today? The devil will give you entitlements, and I'm not talking about welfare a minute. He will give you entitlements just enough to keep the grass green, to keep you in a poverty lifestyle spiritually, emotionally, physically. But there has to come a time in your life where you say, I'm not staying off the grass. I'm going to bust up in the middle of this, break some rules, because God wants me free and free indeed. Somebody give the Lord a big old hand clap. Maybe it's, maybe it's a mindset. Maybe it's a mindset that you got that's just poverty mindset. Maybe it's a little green patch of grass called living below your potential. God is calling our church, our church as a whole, to break the rules of the enemy and live a life of freedom. You hear me? To live a life, but you've got to break some rules in your life. Have you ever heard the statement, the grass is greener where you water it? I love that statement, right? I'm going to tell you something else. It's also greener near the sewage. All around the sewage tank, it's real green. And the enemy will use the sewage in your life to keep an area green in your life. And at the end, when you realize it, you're just left with a bunch of stink. The main reason he puts up the sign of keep off the grass in certain areas of your life is because he wants you to stay away from what God really wants to water in a healthy way in your life. He wants you to, so he puts up sign, and the sign may look like this. Keep away from bitterness. Why? Because he is watering that with a sewage of a past happening in your life. So he's saying, keep away from the bitterness. In other words, let's keep this safe in your life. I told you you have to rethink this. So he puts up this sign and says, keep off of this bitterness. And he's watering it with the sewage coming up and you thinking man I'm going to keep this I, I need to keep this it's green it's, it's, it seems to look green and, and, and all of a sudden the enemy has got the sign that says keep off the bitterness and sometimes we obey the enemy's rules and walk away from that and allow that bitterness to stay in our life when all the times God's saying no keep on work on this deal with this step on this break the rules you can do this jump up in the middle of that grass Get healing from that area. Maybe it sounds like this. Maybe the enemy puts up a sign and says, keep away from that unforgiveness. Keep away from that bad attitude. You, we want to make sure we protect that and keep that. He puts signs, all of that. But there's something in the godliness of each one of us that God is wanting us to step over 
that line and say, I don't care what you said, enemy. I'm putting my foot over the line. And there's time the church needs some holy rebellion to stand up again. Some of those things have been up in our world. You were raised with some of that unforgiveness in your spirit and you've allowed the enemy to keep up those signs and God is saying come on man be a rule breaker do and stand in what I have done for you I broke the rules for you in this area step across the line be a winner God I can help you in this situation but you've got to get bold enough to attack this area of your life and let God help you because he's already broke the rules he promised you to help you but you've got to rely on him We as Christians are in a continual battle against our adversary, the devil, continually. And whose sole intent is to cause havoc for each one of us in our life. And his goal is to keep us off track of God's plan in our lives. God is wanting this church to get this holy rebellion. I, I'm on, I promise the goodness, I have never in my life heard anything in this area preached, ever. We always look at rebellion. We always look at rule breakers in a negative fashion. But I'm going to tell you, I know so many people that are living within the enemy's rules. And this God of freedom and liberty. And by the way, he's a yes God. He's a God that's saying, come on with me. My life, I want to give you liberty in your life. But you've got to be willing to get your foot across that line of judgmentalness that you've lived with all your life. And the enemy is saying, if I can keep them judgmental, I'll keep watering with that sewage. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. It says this, be on your guard and stay awake. Man, let, let me take my script. Take, a hat off for those scriptures. Be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roar. I've got a big old deal right here, don't I? It's a halo. It's a halo. Be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, listen, who is your enemy? It says that your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion, sneaking around to find someone to attack. But listen to this. I hear a little rule breaking going on. Listen to this. But you, everybody say, everybody say I, you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. You know what I hear about that? I hear a little rule breaking going on. I hear all the enemy is wanting you to do in your life and he's saying, would somebody in the church stand up and resist what the enemy is trying to do in your life? And there are times... That's all right. Give the Lord some love. We're going to do it. I believe that. There are some times when we may feel like our backs are against the wall. Our backs are against the wall and there's no way out. And the thought of having to fight the giants of our life in order to move forward can be so intimidating. So intimidating. And this is when the enemy comes alongside us to speak words of fear and words of doubt. And, and he's saying, keep off the grass. Keep off the grass. But I'm telling you today, in the name of Jesus, have courage. Courage. Come on, the church has got to have courage. If we're telling the truth, we believe that Christ is living inside of us. Surely, that ought to produce a courage that gives me this boldness. I read a statement from this uh, gentleman by the name of Eddie Rick Rickenbacker, and it says this. 
Courage is doing what you are unafraid to do. Courage is doing what you are afraid to do. There we go. Courage is doing what you are afraid to do. Listen to this. There can be no courage unless you're scared. Courage. Courage to stand up when the enemy puts signs out in my life. Because Satan is always trying to discourage. He's trying to discourage you from believing that you're ever going to walk in triumph. He is a liar and the king of all lies. He will put up every sign and we can either stand and fight or run and tuck our tails and leave out and say, I'm not going to stand up against the enemy. I'm not going to break his rules. But the choice is ours to make. It doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. It doesn't matter what the devil says. The most important thing is what the word of God is stating in your life. And the word of God says, go for it, man. Step over that grass. Break some rules. You can do this. I'm going to read you Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. As I start to wrap up. Listen to this. It says this. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope that we cherish and confess. And our acknowledgement of it. Listen to this. Listen to this promise. Listen to this promise for you rule breakers. For he who promised is reliable. Sure and faithful to his word. He's saying this. If you'll take the boldness, the courage, step across the line. Some things that the enemy has set up in your life. We like to say it like this. Not today, devil. (laughs) I'm stepping across that line. I'm not. I'm not going to live that life that you want me to live. Can I just stop and say something right here just real quick? I'm so proud of all of our students last night that went to prom. Hold on, hold on. And broke the rules. You'll get it here in a minute. Because everything says you're supposed to be drunk the next morning. You're supposed to have lost your virginity. Everything else, we got kids up here worshiping God, praising God. They broke the enemy's rules. Come on, give it up for our students, man. That's awesome. Awesome. We got to be bold in our faith. We got to continue to push back the powers of darkness, put our foot across the line. Do y'all believe that Jesus is God with us? Come on, do you believe that? If Jesus is the best example of the life we are called to live, I told you that he was a rule breaker. Come on, we got to stand up. Let our faith, give our faith permission to break some rules that the enemy has set and break the chains that have been put on us and say, I refuse this in the name of Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me today? Hallelujah. I want you to put your hand up in the air with a pointed finger like you've got something to say. Would you do it? And I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, I stand against every lie that the enemy has set in my life. I break the rules 
that the devil has stood up and stand up, put up in my life. In Jesus' name. Come on, in Jesus' name. Say in Jesus' name with some Holy Ghost rebellion, would you? Say in Jesus' name. Could you give the Lord a shout of praise today? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I want you to do something.